News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, Housing Minister uh, Dara Bryan, good morning. Good morning, Shane. How are you? Good morning, Kira. Uh, uh, thanks, Amin, for coming in to us. Uh, we have loads and loads to get through and loads of questions coming through from people. Just before we get to those questions, can I ask you about that ESRI report this morning? Because uh, it's on the front pages of, of all the papers uh, this morning. Uh, the Irish Independence headline, Generation Rent Phases and Old Age of Poverty. Uh, the Irish Times going with the home ownership rates among young working adults has collapsed in the face of rising house prices and it's warning uh, a greater proportion of future retirees are likely to be financially exposed when they stop working as they will need to pay rent. This is a huge, huge issue for people. Absolutely. And uh, it's one of the reasons in the last couple of years that we've been bringing forward measures to support home ownership, like the first home shared equity, which I'm sure we'll discuss to give a lot of people, like most renters in any survey you see, they want to actually be able to buy their own home. So we need affordable housing at scale. Now we're dealing with probably 10, 12 years of undersupply in housing across all tenures, both social, private and affordable. We've had no affordable homes in the last 10, 12 years. And you actually see the result of that. We have over probably 10, 15 years been seeing a decline in home ownership rates and we need to reverse that decline. Uh, I'm confident we can do that. Uh, a lot of that is down to supply, but the supply of the right types of homes. Mm. So we're seeing supply, thankfully, this year turning a corner. We've seen the largest amount of housing commencements since uh, 2011 in over a decade. Uh, the highest amount of planning permissions granted in well over a decade as well. And thankfully in the first time buyers piece, and it's tough out there, it is. First time buyers are the highest proportion of of new purchases within the market last year. But we need to do more to help them. And that's why, like tomorrow I'll be announcing the first home shared equity, which is a game changer in my view, which will be able to bridge the gap for people between the finance they have, so the mortgage approval they may have and their savings, and the finance that they need by the state taking that equity. The state takes a share yes, in the house up to and 30%. They, they can buy it back at a time of their choosing. Yes, basically this is an equity, so it's not a second mortgage. There was the criticism at the start from uh, from some sources was it was a second mortgage you were adding on debt. It's not. It's actually a real help for people. So yeah, the state will take a stake in that home. You can buy it out or not. Uh, and so if it was a 20% stake, uh, you can you can purchase that out over the course of the, of the term or pay it back uh, when you sell the home. And like I've looked at similar schemes uh, across uh, the world and we've improved upon it. Uh, and this is targeted at those who really need it. So no arbitrary salary caps. It's basically showing what's affordable for, for you. Uh, and we're targeting about you know, 2,000 homes per year over the next three, four years on this. Uh, it's the most significant, in my view, uh, change in affordable housing policy is, in well over a decade. Okay, so it, is, it is certainly interesting. So when you're, uh, and Kira was talking about this earlier when she was uh, presenting Lunchtime Life, a, a person rang in in their 50s, someone who had a, had a, a, a good job, but not hugely high paid, mm. uh, one income in, in, in the family, renting a home. And this person was saying, once I retire, I won't be able to yeah. pay my rent. Well, that is that is a, a big issue you see coming through the SRI report, excuse me, as well. And that's why we need things like cost rental. Um, like we've started cost rental, which is basically rents based on the the development and management of uh, of uh, management cost of a particular scheme. So we've tenants in place already who are paying 40, 50% below market rent. Now, this 
didn't exist in Ireland. This is a European type of type of renting. We'll see hundreds of more tenancies in place now this year. And why we're able to do that is the state is backing those rents and they're secure tenancies of 40 and in some instances 70 years. So like we need to be looking at that, particularly for that cohort of people who are getting older, who haven't been able to purchase a house over the period, over that period of time. So cost rental exists now. So it's, it's something that... Will it exist in sufficient numbers for that's, those people? That, that's the thing. We need to scale it up. So put it this way, last year we'd none. Okay, by the end of this year, we'll have hundreds of new tenancies in place. I want to get that up to thousands. We've targeted under Housing for All about 56,000 affordable homes uh, between now and 2030. We need them. We need private homes too. And and we need social homes at scale. So the good news is this year, we're going we're gonna to have about 9,000 new build social homes, which helps all parts of the market, by the way, and helps everyone by providing more supply, getting more people out of private rental uh, into long long-term secured housing and we're targeting 9,000 new bills this year and if we do that or anything close to it that will be the single biggest amount of, of new homes and new social homes the state has ever delivered in any given year. So it's tough, it's challenging, there's no question and I'm fully aware of all the different people who are affected by the challenges within within housing but the one message I would, I would have for them is that we're seeing with the measures that we're taking uh, in, in affordable housing uh, that we're going to have new options for people now, like literally from tomorrow uh, we have affordable cost rental in place we'll have more social homes than we've ever had before and we yes we do need more private homes okay and that and that's the thing so you know we need to build up capacity we're gonna we're targeting 24,600 new homes this year we'll achieve that target we need to get up to 33,000 uh, on average over the course of this decade uh, and we'll see a further step up next year alright minister there's loads of questions okay. coming loads through. of questions and, and in particular a lot of questions coming in this morning minister on the help to buy scheme for example Anne Fahey has said uh, why can't you avail of the help to buy scheme if you're borrowing less than 70% of the house price? What about those of us who have saved enough and the bank won't give it to us? But also things along the lines of uh, why is the help design scheme designed for couples, not for single people? In order to get a grant, a person is required to have a mortgage of 70% of the value of the home, impossible for sing- single middle income earners. Yeah, look, help to buy is a measure that's helped about 30,000 people and families actually get their deposit together. I want to see it kept into next year. It's a measure that's brought out through the Department of Finance, actually, but obviously I have input into it as Housing Minister. I know that Minister Dunne, who's actually reviewing the operation of the scheme right now, uh, I'd expect an announcement in the budget. It does help. It's a targeted measure. Uh, your listeners have raised a couple of points, particularly around singles, and they're right. In some instances, it's more difficult for singles to 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 avail of supports. That's why our affordable housing measures I'm bringing forward are actually weighted towards singles like we've made changes in the affordable home loan to increase the limits for singles there as well Um, and also first home shared equity will work really well uh, for single people too but to directly answer the question and help to buy I think it's a measure that supports all of the other things that we're doing that helps people get their deposit together I'd like to see it retained and that will be a decision uh, in, in the budget this year and there is a review ongoing at the moment in the Department of Finance about its terms and, its, and the operation of the Help to Buy grant. Okay. Oh, all right. Our guest is the Minister for Housing, Dara O'Brien. We're putting your questions to the Minister uh, this morning. Uh, Sinead and Waterford has been on, Minister. Are there any new housing initiatives that will help buyers with the deposit required? My sister and her partner have both worked for the civil service in lower level positions for many years. have been saving for years because of the price of rent and having children. They can't get the required 30000 saved up. Are there initiatives to help them? 
Yeah, actually, the one that I've just mentioned, Sinead, the first home shared equity, the state will can take up to 30% uh, if you don't avail of the help to buy grant, uh, 20% if you do. So that'll reduce the amount of deposit that someone needs. Actually, in Waterford, uh, we've a couple of schemes that we've recently signed off as well through the local authority, which are local authority-led affordable housing as well. And we're starting to see that happening for the first time in, in well over a decade. So first home shared equity, and that, that website will, will, will launch tomorrow, which is firsthomescheme.ie uh, there'll be a portal for people to log on to to see how it works and how it works for them where you'll be able to key in your salary details uh, be that single or, or a couple see how the scheme will actually work for yourself and we're going to support it with a, with, a, with a very significant public information campaign so a lot of the people like Sinead has mentioned people who've been struggling to save deposits this will help big time for them um, and all of that information will be there from tomorrow we'll launch it tomorrow afternoon Minister loads of people asking this same question why are things like the shared equity scheme only available for new built homes not second hand homes many first time buyers just want a home and even with help new builds are still unaffordable really good point I mean yeah. a lot of people think that that's designed to help developers not to help people trying to get their foot on, on the property yeah. ladder I think I've heard it discussed in this show many others as well the second hand house uh, market is really hot at the moment. You've seen people getting into bidding wars on, on second-hand homes and paying well above uh, what the guide prices are. The measures I've brought forward on first home shared equity are a supply-side measure to boost supply and to help people access that supply because we need more supply of, of the right homes. And that's why it's targeted initially at, uh, at new-build homes. And it will actually help. Like, this is a practical measure. There's been no scheme like this before. Uh, if we go back maybe 15, 20 years, there was a shared ownership scheme that was completely different to this. This is better, it's equity, uh, it's low cost for people, it takes into account their own uh, financial situation. It's like... It, but what it, if, the, the point yeah. being I suppose, what like my first home was a fixer-upper and it was all yeah, I could afford. I, I wouldn't have been able to afford a new mm-hmm. build at the time but I, I got a sure. kind of a run-down thing that we did yeah. up over time and that was the best use of our funds. Why are people in that position excluded? Well, I'm glad you actually raise that point. The first home shared equity is targeted at new homes. There's another scheme that, that I'll be launching very shortly cl- called Creek Honahead Towns and Villages which is going to do exactly what you're saying Kira. that if someone wants to buy a fixer up or a home that's been vacant for more than 12 months that we will provide a grant uh, assistance of significant by the way I would imagine in the region of, of €30,000 uh, to help people afraid the cost of doing up that home and that will be managed through the local authorities. We intend to actually launch that next week. We've been working on that for, for nearly two years. You go across Ireland, as I know both of you do, and you'll see in every town and village empty properties uh, on the main streets, good properties that if there was a bit of additional finance for people, help. And we're going to do this by way of a grant. Uh, And it will be that you have to own the home. Okay, so it's not going to be a question that we will be saying that someone can get the grants and then rent the homes out. I want this to be able to support home ownership within our towns and villages and our regions. And and that will be a significant grant in in the the region of what what we have for the Help to Buy grant. All right, Minister, you mentioned uh, properties kind of left idle. Here's, Here's a great question. Why is it taking years, years for one State Department to transfer building land to the new Land Development Agency for Building Social Housing. I have to say, Minister, this is a bugbear of mine. Mm. I walked down the North Circular Road. There's loads of HSE, Department of Health properties, with almost nothing on them. You know, beside a Lewis line, beside bus, walking distance from O'Connell Street. Like, why isn't that land being transferred to to, to, to the housing agency and, and housing yeah. built on it? Well, 
look, when I came in as minister, we, the Land Development Agency was there but didn't have legislation to underpin it, didn't have any money. So the Land Development Agency is the state's agency to do exactly that, to develop and put state lands that are in that are idle to active use and the most important active use would be to build homes on them. So under Housing for All, we've state land over the two tranches to deliver about 21,000 new homes and we've transferred over a significant portion of very, you know, very important sites uh, that have been have been transferred over. One we're breaking ground on actually in September in Shangana Castle, another one St. Kevin's in Cork. They'll start work this year. It's been incredibly slow over the Painfully years. Painfully slow. Yeah, no, no question. And I share that frustration. Uh, the Taoiseach does as well. And we've, we've Are you knocking heads together? Yes. Do you need to knock heads well, together? Well, we have more. been for the last while. Like we need, firstly, the, the LDA was there and it had no money. Right, so it needs to be able to develop it. It, is, it has a development fund of now about three point five billion between uh, capitalisation from ISAF um, and also borrowing. So it's going to start delivering homes actually this year under a project that we have called Project Tussie. So the LDL have their first homes this year, which is really important. But there's many significant sites right across the country. You'll see they lodged planning uh, applications for about two and a half thousand new homes just recently in four very significant large sites. We've seen Dundrum. Uh, hospital there as well. We've many sites right the way through the country. It needs to be expedited, and we are, and heads are being banged together, but it's good that it's moving. Uh, we actually need to see this happening. Like, I need to see the first site with the ground breaking on it and delivering homes on it because it's been talked about for years. Yeah. Uh, but it is going to happen and I want to ensure assure uh, Are some state agencies minding their own patch and their own balance sheets a bit I, too much? I think there's always a bit of that, right? And there always has been. The, the difference now is, is that there's a whole of government approach in this that every government minister from the Taoiseach down it, within the departments that they have it basically are focused on on transferring lands over that we can... Now we have enough lands now, as I said, to deliver about 21,000 new homes and they'll all be affordable in social homes, the vast, vast majority of them. Um, so that's good. I'd like to see them move and get them done. Like I know of, you know, many other sites around the place. You've mentioned the North Circular Road. I'm looking at, you know, St. Edith's and Port Ram, which is a very significant site, which that will happen. That will move that will move across um, right the way through Column Barracks, all of all of those uh, really significant sites that people know about. Uh, and that is that's happening now. And the good thing is it's happening and we're going to see actually work starting on some of those sites this year, which people need to see. And, and we need to use state lands productively. And that's what I'm going to make sure that we do. Minister, this listener says, we'd like to buy or build a house close to our home. Uh, we're mortgage ready, but there are no houses for sale in our area. What about people like us who would be willing to build a one-off house? Local rules are too tight and slowing us down. We'd be freeing up a house that somebody else sure. could rent in Dublin if we could move forward. Now, I know this gives Shane Coleman blood pressure, the thought of <laughs> one-off housing, but yeah. it is people adding to the housing supply yeah. themselves. Why is it so difficult? Yeah, well, the, the rural housing um, guidelines haven't been reviewed since about 2011. Uh, we're publishing new guidelines on rural housing actually later this year. Each local authority now has a rural housing policy in their own development plan, but about a quarter of the houses delivered at each year are one-off houses, um, and that's the, the the facts of it. So about a quarter of the output in the last few years, around 4,000 homes over the last two years per year have been one-off. It, you want to make sure that where rural housing is delivered, it's that people who are from the rural area, be they in, in farming communities as well, or connected to that area. I don't think, and I certainly don't want to see uh, a situation where anyone from our urban areas can 
you know, can buy yeah. a plot of land and start building I, I, on it. We need to make sure that we we've a policy very much of looking at town and village centre first, uh, and making sure that we rejuvenate and regenerate our towns and villages. But you know, there is a place for rural housing. Uh, I support that too, and we're going to have new rural housing guidelines actually out before the end of the year. And um, so, people who are connected to their area, who are working in the rural area, who are farming. You know, in the main, they will be able to uh, to apply. Yeah, uh, for I, I look. I don't for think one, I don't think one off housing is the solution to our no, housing it's, crisis. It's part of uh, it. Uh, yeah, um, Phil in Dublin. Uh, lots of people asking questions along these lines, Minister. It's something that's been put to you many times. Why is government policy let vulture funds buy blocks for apartments that are only available to rent? This is driving what will be a disaster for po- poverty in the future. People don't even have a chance to buy an apartment. The government is driving this. What do you have to say about that, well, Minister? Okay. I've made a really significant change in the planning side last year um, where we basically banned bulk purchase of family homes and duplexes and that's working. Uh, We've had 16,000 planning permissions granted which specifically say that they can only be sold to an individual. That didn't exist before. That's levelling yeah. the playing field. What was that Business Post story the, uh, last week? Three hundred and fifty homes still bought yeah, by but, investment but funds. They, look, a lot of they, it was a, it was a headline. And granted, I'm not disputing that. Three hundred and fifty homes out of forty seven thousand home sales last year. Okay, that's about 0.73%. And a lot of them were actually ones that would have been in the system already. Uh, we've brought in a 10% uh, stamp duty charge and those 350, that was additional 10% was paid. But in the main, it's working really well on, on family homes and on duplexes. Now, on the apartment side of things, we have a big problem of viability. The fact of the matter is that we uh, a viability and affordability issue around building apartments. Uh, only a number of weeks ago, I've opened a scheme uh, to support people people to be able to buy apartments and to bridge that viability gap through the Creekona Cities Fund, which targets 5,000 apartments uh, in our five main cities for people to purchase. Okay. Uh, and the days of vulture funds buying blocks of apartments, well, they're see, gone, are no, they? You see, we need investment as well, Shane. Like, the reality of it is, is that you've inve- you have funds who are, who are funding the development of of build to rent. And I think we, there are opportunities that we look at build to rent to move that towards the cost rental, which is the long term secure rental, 40 years. But let's be very frank about it. I know Vulture Fund, that phrase drives people mad, and I understand that because it's people an feel term. it is. But we do need rental properties. Like we have, we've a flight of landlords for the last number of years, the mom and pop landlords that have left the system. We've a shrunken rental market. We do need rental properties as well and good rental properties. But all of the measures I'm bringing forward are to be able to give the home purchaser a chance to level the playing pitch so we've banned bulk purchase we've brought in the first home shared equity which launches tomorrow I want the help to buy grant kept and we're seeing first time buyers now being the largest proportion of purchasers within the market but will we need rental properties into the future and I'd say that yes we will and if, if someone okay. to term those investment funds give give them terms we're going to need that we're going to need it into the future Our guest is Housing Minister Dara O'Brien and we are putting your questions to him this morning here on the show maybe last question for you Minister will you please Please ask the Minister how it makes sense for the government to pay HAP payments to landlords. The mind boggles why this money is not being used to buy houses for the same people. Even if house prices are high, it makes no sense that these payments have no returns. Okay, firstly, HAP is, was a measure that was brought in as a short-term rental support. And between HAP and RAS, it's about a billion euro a year. But it supports, let's be straight, about 60,000 families. So, you know... Um, 
that support is direct to those renters. It helps to pay their rent. Uh, and that's not going to be removed anytime soon. What I will say to you are, I want to see the, our dependence on HAP reduced. That's why we need to build more social homes. And that's what we're doing. And transfer people and move people from HAP into into full-time social homes. And that's what we're actually doing at the moment. About 4,000 families have moved across into permanent social housing from the HAP list. We're seeing a reduction in the increases in HAP over the last two years. But to be very frank, there are people who say that this is a a direct subvention to the private rental market. It's not. It's actually helping. Uh, it, it's actually helping a family keep a roof over their head. So if I stopped HAP tomorrow morning, uh, 60,000 people wouldn't be able to pay their rent. Okay, and then you'll have people who come onto the show and say there's no support for renters, uh, that we don't do anything for it. That, that's a direct support for families who need it. Now, we are reducing our dependency. This is something that I, that, uh, that I inherited as well, that I want to see that reducing. And by increasing the supply, which we're doing this year, and moving people out, we will be able to exit out a HAP in years to come. But in the meantime, these families need support. They need help. And we're not going to cut off uh, that help to them. Look, Minister for Housing, Dara O'Brien, thank you very much for speaking to us on News Talk Breakfast and answering our listeners' queries this morning. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.